Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. All the C's of the Fab Five Sisterhood are here with me today. We've got four of the amazing ladies of the Fab Five in studio. Let me introduce you. We've got Kathleen, whose mission is to guide parents who have experienced the loss of a child suddenly release pain and suffering and live in peace, presence, and purpose. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and my mission is to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. So we are a few weeks into the new year and every year, whether we set resolutions, goals, or intentions, or you call it something else, or you do nothing at all, the reality is we actually spend some time thinking about what we want that's different than what we had before. But the sad truth is that only a small percentage of people are living the lives of their dreams or doing something to move in that direction. I found myself saying that I wasn't living my dream life. And we all know that words matter, right? Words matter. And I was journaling a few days ago. And I caught myself as I was writing that, I caught myself and questioned whether or not that was true. And when I started digging, I actually realized it wasn't true, right? That I am living my dream life. And the question is, is everything perfect? And in some respects, the answer is no, if perfect means that everything is exactly the way I want it in each and every moment. But if perfect is a reflection of and the reality of everything that's happened in every moment up till now, every choice I've made, every action I've taken, every decision, all of that leading to what's here right now, then the answer is actually, it's perfect too, right? Not necessarily all the things that I would have wanted, 
or the way I would have wanted it. But in reality, it is perfect. And so I share this because often we are chasing something, right? We're looking for something. We're looking for things to be different than they are right now. And in all honesty, and I would love to hear this from you ladies as we move along, I don't have a problem with that, with recognizing what is, is, and that there is more at the same time, right? That I can want more, do more, be more. But what's not okay is to want all that and to be taking no action to making that happen. And so as I was reflecting about my dream life and what I want and where I'm going and all of that, I recognize that my life is perfect as it is and that I am in fact living my dream life and I'm going to still take actions and do things that are going to bring more of the perfection and the and to unfold the dream that I actually have. And so one of the things that I'm doing early in this year is um, I'm reading the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And in fact, I am implementing the principles in the book. It's something that I started a few years ago. And as life happens, sort of that fell off and I stopped being consistent with it. What I noticed that when I was doing it and I was consistent, that my life did in fact change, right? The things that I was moving towards, the way I was waking up each moment on purpose, what I was doing during the days, how I was being intentional with my time made all the difference. And here's the real interesting thing. Last year, I was very inconsistent with my morning routine, but I've been living off the benefits of the time when I was doing it very consistently. And so I made the decision this year, we're going to reread, we're going to read the book, which I actually hadn't read before. I had implemented the Miracle Morning based on one of the other books in the series, but I'm reading the book proper, the original book in the series, and I am back to implementing the morning sort of as it's laid out in the book. So if you're not familiar with it, the Miracle Morning is about setting up your morning to create the day that you want that allows you to create and have the life of your dreams. And one of the questions that the author, Hal Elrod, asked that really got me thinking about how I'm going to break through to the next level this year and how you can break through to the next level in your life. The questions are, um, when are you going to develop yourself into the person you need to be to create the levels of wealth, health, happiness, success, and freedom 
that you truly want and deserve? When are you going to actually live your life instead of numbly going through the motions, looking for every possible distraction to escape reality? And what if your reality, your life, could finally be something that you can't wait to be conscious for? And so those are the questions that are on the table. What we need to break through is to wake up to the possibility, to the reality that one, breakthrough is possible. We have to want it. And we're going to have to break through physically, mentally, spiritually. And from the figurative sleepwalking, through our life, right? So we've got to wake up from the sleepwalking that we have that is a part of our lives. So how are you going to do that? I want to suggest three tips, and these are going to be the the principles that the ladies here today are going to discuss. And these are three actions that will help you to break through to the next level. One is to set a new standard. And I'm talking about doing something that you've never done before or something that you didn't think was possible. Two is changing your squad. And this is something I've been like feverishly, is it feverishly? Fiercely, something, doing (laughs) for the past few years, right? Change my squad, up-level the people who are in my circle, right? Getting around people that I respect and want to model. And then three is rewriting your story, you know, which means you have to ask the question, what story have you been telling yourself that's not beneficial, that's keeping you from your breakthrough, right? So, Ladies, you can address all three of those. You can pick any one or combination of those. Um, But let's hear what you've got to say about breaking through to the next level. I'd love to jump in on that. I love how you were able to condense really breaking through, breakthrough and break free in 23. I love how you condensed it down into three categories, so to speak. I have an experience that is happening in my life right now where creating a new squad is not a possibility in this particular instance. However, creating a new relationship within that squad is possible. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that is that the more that we resist, so if there is a personality I'm just going to say a coworker for some people. I'm I, I'm self-employed, so I don't have a coworker, but I have I'm co-creating with many people. And so, let's just say that you have a coworker in your environment, and they are resistant and resentful and attacking and angry and and um, unpredictable. And I'm just throwing all these adjectives out so where you can get a concept of the type of energy and environment that that you may be in and how think about how you respond or react to that coworker because i can assure you every single one of us has had someone in our lives who is like that <laughs> every single one of us where 
um, everything they do irritates the shit out of you. <laughs> and, and then it just starts to pile on and pile on and pile on and pile on. And eventually you can't even stand to be in the same room as, as they are, it, whether on zoom or in person, you just can't even hear their voice without have being irritated by it. I know that that's happened in all of our lives. I don't care who's listening. I know you've experienced this. But the fact is that breaking through and breaking free from that energy takes you. Because every time you look at that person who is irritating you or frustrating you, you're putting other people's faces on that person. So that person is representing every person in the past that you haven't really come to forgiveness with. Every person in the past who's ever acted or reacted like they are, those people. And those experiences are coming in and and that person is wearing the mask of all of them. And so we're projecting our feelings of every experience we've had with other people who've acted similar onto this particular person. So this person's not only dealing with their own actions, but they're also dealing with the projection of our energy with everyone else's. So we've compounded the situation by projecting onto the person. And so we're we're resisting, we're projecting, we're we're actually pushing them away and we're creating what we don't want in our life. And so how I have come to realize that it's really we can't change people's behavior because first of all we have to see that they're wounded children. And they're only acting from their programs. And whether they're trying to change the way they're acting or not, they're still acting from their programs, just like we're acting from our programs from past experiences. Second, when we are constantly at them to change from our ego's perspective, then we're only creating more of what we don't want. And so the second thing that I have come to really be cognizant of and present with is that I have to be in my complete heart center. I have to feel the love for myself and expand that out and be able to connect to their heart center, that they have a light, I have a light, that we're all that light from source. So I've been able to connect to that heart center piece and still speak my truth on how Certain behaviors don't work for me. And how can we actually have that that work through that? And third, actually have the conversation with the individual. Stop bitching to everyone else about it. Have the conversation directly with the person that if you are in a particular squad where there's, you have no control over whether they come or go or you to come or go in the particular moment or any moment for that matter, What you have control over is how you show up and how you treat them. And so I haven't changed the squad per se, but what I have become aware of, if you're bitching and complaining more than 80% of the time, that is the 80-20 or 20-80 rule, if you're bitching and complaining constantly for more than 80% of the time, it's time to change the squad. (laughs) I mean, I get that we go back and forth. 
20% of the time, we all, we're human, we're all going to complain, we're all going to have issues. But if the majority of your time that you spend with me is nothing but bitching about everything that's happened in your life, you're not going to spend much time with me from this point forward. I, I just really, I've just, I am not your fixer. I am not your sounding board of everything negative in your life. I'm here to be supportive and hold compassion and hold love for you, but I choose not to be in that environment any longer. So you get to rewrite your own story by showing up with being in your heart center, allowing your logical mind to help direct that. It doesn't mean that you don't speak your truth and your authenticity and um, you're transparent. Actually, all of those is all of those all of those are required. But you have to be honest and authentic with yourself. Because if you have some healing to do, if they're triggering you, then they could be your gift as well. So I'm hoping that that's helpful for you. I, I love that. I, I love that piece about addressing the relationship, right? Um, and in reality, we need to do that anyway. We need to do that anyway, even in relationships that are going well, that are strong and and constantly reevaluating and looking at how to improve those. But as it relates to sort of the way I was, and I'm not knocking what you're saying at all. I agree with you. But as I was thinking about this sort of maybe changing the squad isn't necessarily the best way to have put that because sometimes there are people in our lives for whatever reason, as you said, they're not going to go away, but you can add others that elevate the overall sort of level, right? And all of those people don't have to be physically in your presence. One of the things that we have learned over the course of the last three years is that we can build relationship with people that we don't have physically in our presence. We are an example. And you guys are actually an example of me sort of elevating and changing my squad, right? We we met originally in person. We have in the course of the last three years um, spent one weekend together, right? In physical, physically in the same space. But on a weekly basis, we are here encouraging each other, uh, uplifting each other. And so I consider you guys uh, definitely an elevation <laughs> of sort of the squad that I had before you came into my life. Right. And so some of the people who were in my life four years ago um, are still in my life, maybe not to the same degree. And definitely people who have um, had the impact on me that you mentioned, Kathleen, have less of they have less physical time with me, mental and, and taking up mental and emotional space in my life. And so that is another way that you can change your squad or elevate the people. Uh, Jim Rome says that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. 
And so look at who's in your circle, right? Look at who's in your circle. And something that you can do if you want to up level your life is that you need to get around is need you need to get around better people have better people in your life when you have better people in your life your life gets better that may mean getting a mentor hiring a coach or finding people that you respect and model their behaviors their attitudes and develop yourself in the footprints of people that are living the life, not just in some material way, right? But from a value standpoint, from honoring their priorities and the example that you set. You can do that. Start by finding just one person, one person that makes you feel like you need to get your act together and will encourage you on the path as you do so. So, um, just want accountability to partners and accountability partner. Yes. Accountability Catherine. partners are fun when you have alignment of, even if it's a different industry or whatever, but just alignment of things to elevate, you know, having a friend, having a partner accountability, whatever you want to label it. There's research that has like shown that very high success levels are higher success levels with that. It certainly makes it more fun too. And like, you're not alone. I mean, business ownership, all that, you know, we're all, you know, leadership, mission, you know, working our missions. Like it can, it can feel sometimes at whatever level for me anyway. And I certainly have heard this with other entrepreneurs, a little lonely or a lot lonely, whatever, however you feel and accountability partners certainly can help with that. You're absolutely right. Having an an accountability partner or multiple accountability partners in different areas and different realms of your life, right? Because as you up-level one area of your life, it will flow onto other areas of your life. So start with one, have multiple, have one for every area, whatever it takes. Yes, the beautiful ripple effect. And, you know, breaking through, breaking free 2023, this is our first, well, actually second show of 2023 that we're recording today together here for you. And we're talking about, you know, this is a time where many people set resolutions, they set goals, outcomes, whatever you want to call it. Um, You know, I, I... prefer the word outcomes personally, but whatever it is, it's a time many of us at some level set some newness in our life, which is a beautiful thing. And I mean, it that is available to us really every moment of the day, truly. But the new year, new month, you know, it's kind of a cool time, you know, to reset. I like that. Personally, for me, it works. You know, so breaking through, breaking free, 
a big part of that, number one, is like we got to know where we want to go. What do we want? What is that outcome that we want? And personally, in business, I like to do like quarterly outcomes. And personally, too, it doesn't feel as like crazy overwhelming, but also have longer term outcomes as well. But really kind of focused in on those quarterly or, you know, monthly, daily, however you break it down. But where are we going what is the outcome? What do we want? What do we want? Right. And then why do we want it? It's so powerful to dig into like, what do we want? And then why? And usually it's like that why that's like two to three deeper than that first why, right? Because you can really have a lot of whys for things that we want in our life, in our business, personally, whatever it is, in our relationships. So what do we want? Where are we going? What's the outcome? And why do we want it? I think is the top place to start in this sort of breaking through, breaking free, going to the next level part that Whitney was talking about. So going to the next level, what do we want? Why do we want it? And it's a beautiful time of reflection. And I personally have been doing that these last several weeks. I love the end of the year and end of the new year because I like to write. I like to reflect. I like to go through old pictures. Like I like to just see what I've learned, where I've been, you know, and then it's like, what do I want this year? Right. Why do I want it? And then it's for me, especially in business, I don't do this as much on, in my personal, but business, it's also like putting in some specific strategies on how in the next quarter, like to achieve these outcomes, right? Because I think it's beautiful to have outcomes, have goals, have resolutions. And we also have to get into action and take make progress to achieve these things, right? Um, I think there's a beautiful balance in the manifestation process of action and receiving. So that action plan, you know, even if it's like a couple things, three to five things, some people like in the Tony Robbins community call it the three or five to five to thrive. Like you have this outcome and then like, what are the three to five action steps that will get you to this outcome or build you into working towards that outcome. So, and some real specific things I've been doing this with my team into the new year and myself. And one of my up level next level for me personally is being even more focused on creating those processes and systems at fit district. You know, we've been in startup mode, like just rocking it. And I've gotten to see like where to optimize the obstacles and all that. And then also like the systems, the processes, because I'm very big picture, visual person. Right. And so I really need to train myself, my brain, you know, spreadsheets are super helpful, but to get even more into the details, the systems. It doesn't come naturally to me, but they're so important in even creating the flow of business, the, the flow in general, life and business. This is personally too, process and system. So constant work in progress for me in this and growing area and something that I know will take my life, 
business to the next level is being more focused on those processes and systems to get us to those outcomes. So for me, that's, that is next level having deeper connections with my team, having more just scheduled meetings. So it just like flows, right? Rather than just this sort of being proactive and reactive, right? Trying to be more proactive, creating some of these systems and meetings and building in some consistency, right? Consistency is a big word for me that has great meaning in this next level, consistency of process and systems in meetings. So that for me is next level hitting specific targets. As we enter into like this first quarter, I've been in this mode with my team. So I'm in this mode right now in this show, outcomes and wise and specific actions to take. And, you know, writing a new story, Whitney, you also brought up, Moving forward, it's like beautiful. We talked about reflecting and then optimizing. And then also for me, like writing a new story really hit me as you were speaking earlier, Whitney, and even like just like who do we need to be? You were mentioning like who do we need to be to create the life that we want that hit those outcomes you want? And I was just sort of like just writing out a whole list of like, all of my identities of life or my, you know, and, and really thinking about, you know, that new story, you know, right. I certainly is this new story like you, like morning routine, self-care. I feel like I've just been going so many places, so many different speeds. It's like coming back, centering morning routine, self-care, you know, maybe you and I can be accountability partners on that sister. And even for me, you know, also I'm like getting a little bit of a inner whisper around Catherine, like get out and start dating again, girl. So, you know, I wrote that down, you know, as who I, you know, who do I need to be to create like the lover that I want in life? And what does that story look like? You know, what is that? It's probably a great time to revisit. Like, what are the top values and things that I want in this lover and in this partner and don't want? And like, you know, just write about it, dream about it a little bit, get back connected to that. And so, you know, writing a new story of how I'm showing up as a leader at Fit District and just in my life, right? And I think building in processes and systems that even more support my team and support our flow of business will help me go to next level of leadership and also feel that, you know, that feeling of like things are working and flowing and there's proactivity happening in progress. You know, Tony Robbins talks about, you know, progress equals happiness. And I believe that I've experienced that uh, myself personally. And so, yeah, so just, you know, writing a new story of these different areas, these different identities and into this new year and going next level. So those are my thoughts on that, Whitney. You know, you're talking about the asking the question about what is the outcome you, that we want, right? And the why. Very important. It would be impossible to know what you would need to do to move to the next level, how to implement or live a new standard 
if you don't know what you're moving towards or what you want to move towards. And, you know, as I'm reading the book, The Morning, um, The Miracle Morning, one of the things that the author mentions is that the, the percentage of people who are actually taking action is like less than 5%. Right. These are the people who are actually doing things. They're listening to podcasts like Beyond Your Best Plan. Right. They're they're doing professional development and personal development activities. And so maybe that's the new standard is that you're reading books that you decide this year is going to be the year you're going to read maybe one more book than you read last year. Right. Maybe it's, you know, I've I've got a book club that I'm working with one of my business partners where we've got 12 books lined up for this year that we're encouraging our community to read with us one each month. And we've started with the miracle morning. So I think it's important that you need to know what it is you're moving towards. Why? Just as you said, Catherine, and then figure out what you're going to do that's different, that sets that new standard. So Claudette, thoughts? Hello. So I've been, once again, taking notes, (laughs) looking down and writing because um, I just, the breadth of what you guys shared is incredible because everyone desires to be something more, right? And so Every new year, it's our chance to go, okay, it's a new year. Let's, let's do something different. But I'm going to talk about a trap to avoid. So you're going to set this new standard. But in your mind, there's something that might want to push it aside or into the future. Right? And, and has anyone ever had the feeling like, oh, it's just going to change for me and then everything will be okay? Or my ship's going to come in, right? Has anyone had that feeling? So when you think your ship's going to come in, well, your ship may come in, but it can't come in if you're not in resonance with the ship. And being in resonance with it is like buying a ticket to get on the ship so that when it comes in, you can get on it. And so you know, I recognize that I used to, for many years, let each year go by and I just kind of coasted through life. And I was like, oh, someday I'm going to do this, this, and this. Someday I'll be this, this, and this. You know, that's where I'm going, but not yet. And then I would let another year go by. And then the next year I'm like, yeah, someday. It was like this carrot on a stick right? Just always just out in front of me, not quite ever able to reach it. And then it was like I woke up one year and I said, you know, what's going on right now is I can actually make a choice to take the steps forward. And so, and I realized time in the third dimensional realm ticks away and passes by you. Now there's an illusion of time. That's another podcast, but In the third dimensional realm, it ticks by and yet another year goes by. And where have you been? And so many people live in regret or sadness or suffering because they're not fulfilling their soul's calling. And the soul's calling is growth. And when we don't feel growth, we feel like we're dying. 
So when we're in that place, setting a new standard may seem like a task that is just daunting or so the ego will, let's just recognize the ego for a minute. The ego will either get you to delay it and push your dreams out into the future because the ego is the best time traveler ever for the past or the future, or it will just put on this new standard that is incredibly unbearable. And then in about a month or two, we fail. And then we just reinforce the fact that we can't do it anyway or all the negative stuff. So let's not do that. So take that new standard and write out everything. And then if it seems too much, take a portion of it. The thing that you would do first and break it into micro movements, right? Many little micro movements. And when you succeed at one of them, give yourself a pause and reward yourself and say, I am succeeding. I am winning because we were actually built to win. This is why when we're not winning, and I don't mean in a competitive way against other people, I mean against your, you know, with yourself, right? With life. And so we were built to win. And when we're not winning, we fit, we're suffering. And there's a part of us that knows we're not fulfilling and using that God power within us. We, we know it's kind of there. We're almost afraid of it, right? But break it down into micro movements. And then on changing your squad, I loved what Kathleen brought up about what if you don't change your squad? What if you change the relationship? I often tell people, if someone upsets you and you're like, negativity out of my life, no way. And you just walk away. You have just missed the largest opportunity to get triggered, to go into the root belief, to get some truth and not be upset next time. Because this whole world mirrors your perception of yourself. So if you walk away from this person because they're upsetting you, I guarantee it, you're going to find another person to upset you. Because the whole world mirrors you. And so for me, I I don't walk away from any. I used to. I used to be the door slammer. I would shut the door on a relationship so fast and I would just disappear from your life. And I can look back at a path of people I've done that with. I'm not that anymore because I'm like, no, I choose to grow. And if I'm getting upset, if I'm getting triggered, then there's something in me in resonance with what they're doing. And so I need to look at that for me. And, you know, if, we, if we're willing to be brave enough to take a look at ourselves and understand universal law and how it works, we know everything, everybody's mirroring us. So what part of that is bothering you, right? So let's, let's not necessarily run away, but then in changing your squad too, surround yourself with the people that can help get the goal accomplished or they're on board or they're supportive of it or they have their own. Like, I like being around high growth people. I mean, I'm flying to California at the end of the month for eight days to be around high growth individuals and people because it just elevates my consciousness, right? And it causes me to 
to expand and to know things are possible and just think a little differently, especially when you're around people that think differently. So if you are around a lot of negativity, the first thing to do is to turn inward and ask yourself, are you negative about yourself? And that's a really hard question to ask. And, you know, I used to say, oh, I love everybody. I just can't stand myself. And I used to joke about it. No, I love myself now. You have to move into that. You know, I used to say I forgive everybody else, but not me. You know, you got to forgive yourself, too, because this moves into the oneness. We are all part of the oneness. We are all part of originating spirit. That part is in each of us. Kathleen mentioned that, too. And in we're mirroring each other. So just understand we're interconnected. What you do to another, you have done to yourself. And then a new story. So I realized I call it. I hope I can cuss. I have before. Call it mind fuckery. So I realized after I got divorced, um, I my business took a hit because I had this false security. And I, I'm sharing this story to you know give you how I shifted my story. So I had this false sense of security in being married. When in reality, for years, I supported the family. But I had this sense of security, right? And it just felt good to have someone there, even if, even if it wasn't the highest relationship possibility, whatever. And so I shifted my story by understanding, hey, I've got this story going on that I'm alone and that and I've compressed and, con- you know, I constricted my world. And then business started going down and different things started happening. I lost a few friendships, like a lot of stuff. And at the same time, I was expanding in another area. And I was like, wait, this is out of alignment. So what is this? I won't succeed in this other area. My attempt is to expand, but I'm constricting here. So what is true about that? And I think this is something Whitney mentioned in another podcast. I think what is true about this? So what is true? And then I turned inward, asked the eternal truth to show me. And slowly every day I became better and more in alignment with the bigger dream. And I went, you know what? I am the author of my story. And I was like, so I was the author of my story starting to constrict because of the divorce or because of everything. I went through a period of being alone after I started dating. I I haven't dated for four years now. It's great. Well, three and a half. And I went through a period where I was very alone, but I was like, I need to learn how to be alone with myself. I had never been alone with myself. It was a very important lesson. And now I'm very comfortable with it. I'll probably start dating this year too. But anyway, so I'm very comfortable with it. But now, you know, I was like, but where do I want my life to go? And I wasn't going to project it into the future. I'm going to bring it into the now. Because the ego tries to force it to go in the future. The now is where the magic happens and where the power is. And it's where creation happens. So I brought everything back in. I shifted my story and I said, a year from now, if I were to tell my story of the last year, what would it look like? And so you can do that over and over until it resonates with you and feels right. 
And then that what what you can do with that is I have one whiteboard dedicated to my goals. And I said, I am this. I am that. I have this. I, everything in present tense as if it has happened, because I know if it happens in me first, it will reflect out into the world in divine timing. And so you are the author of your story. You can set any standard. If you're not working out, work out once a week and then congratulate yourself and then move it to twice then move it to three. Don't go to five times a week when you ain't doing damn one time a week. Stop it. That's bullshit. And then, you know, changing your squad. Yes. What I pray is everyone that is meant to be in my life, let them be. Everyone that is not, close the door, but I bless them. And then the story, you're the author. So happy new year in 2023. You know, um, I'm going to take some of the things you said as as we wrap this up. The micro movements, right? The baby steps, very important that if we're going to go to the next level, if we're going to break through from where we are to where we're trying to go, that we've got to take steps. And sometimes those steps are baby steps. They're micro movements. We don't have to do everything right now. And your example of going from not working out to five days a week or seven days a week, that that's too much. Just do one, just get out and walk, right? Just stay in your house and do sit-ups or push-ups or, you know, walk around in circle, whatever it is, right? Just take some action and celebrate it. The celebration of the action will breed more desire and some momentum to keep going. So make sure you're you're celebrating. That's very important. And you didn't say it exactly this way, but it's a way that's been said, if we're not growing, we're dying, right? And so it is our desire to grow. It That is life. That's nature to grow and then to be reborn. And so take the steps that are your steps, right? Your steps are not Kathleen's steps or Claudette's steps. All of us have a different place that we're going and different things that we need to do. The other thing I took from what you said, and I'm paraphrasing, or maybe I'm making this up altogether, but this is what I wrote down, is that it's the journey, right? And um, don't make the change to be happy. Your pursuit of whatever it is, is not about, I'm going to be happy when, or I'm going to be blessed when. Live in that right now. Be that right now, right? Be in that state now. So I wrote, don't don't make changes so that you can be happy. Be happy now. And so I want to thank all three of you for sharing your thoughts, sharing your wisdom and insights on this. And we all have the potential, if it's what we want, to stop sleepwalking through our lives, right? We don't have to sleepwalk. We don't have to go year after year putting things off, waiting for some magical perfect time to take action so that our lives can be what we want. The the reality is you have the life 
that you want. Now, you may not want to accept (laughs) that you have the life that you want because you're looking at it and going, yeah, it's not really working for me, but it is the culmination of the choices that you've made. And the choices that you made along the way are choices that you wanted to make in that moment that served you in that moment, right? And so if you're looking into the future, if you want something different, you have to do something different. So set a new standard. Be clear about what it is you want. Be clear about who you are spending your time with. Are they people that are lifting you up? inspiring you to do more, to be more, to be who you need to be to live the life that you want to live? And are you willing to take the time to rewrite the story, right? Not be stuck in the past, but to say those things happen, but I'm rewriting what they mean to me and what I can do with them. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. We invite you to join us in our Facebook group on Instagram. Before you end, Whitney, why don't you tell us about what's happening in your life? Just talking about up-leveling and making breakthroughs. I mentioned this earlier, uh, the book club that I am working on with one of my business partners. I would invite you to join us in the book club. We're going to be reading a different book every month this year. They are focused on personal development and leadership. Connect with me on LinkedIn. You can just go there, connect with me on LinkedIn, and I will provide more information for you. It is linkedin.com slash I-N slash Whitney Wiley. Whitney is W-H-I-T-N-I-E, Wiley, W-I-L-E-Y. So thank you for that, Kathleen. So rate, review, the program on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to. Join us in our Facebook group or on Instagram. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.